So let's try that second verse again. Let's actually let's start with that chorus unison.
have the cords now though. Yeah, yeah, for real. The chorus. And the angels cry. Oh, I'm in the wrong key.
questions on that one? Y'all sound really, really great. I can hear every part. Are we not going to do the bridge? Your name is the highest. Your name. I knew something was being I was like, what are we going into? What are we going into? I, I don't know. <laughs> but I was thinking, okay, there's got to be something. I cannot remember. So let's start at the chorus in parts, okay? And the angels cry.
just go, uh, y'all normally. Star at the if you believe it, if you receive it, if you can feel it, somebody testified. Yes, we're flipping, everybody is. If you believe it, if you receive it, if you can feel it, somebody real fast so everybody can get their part. Oh God, my God, I need you. Oh God, my God, I need you.
providing then you are providing and then we're gonna flip on uh you are a healer then you are a okay
should thank for for a name that's higher than any other name to call on. He's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You're the same God. Same God. Oh, I'm calling on that same God. The one who made a way in the wilderness.
Trevor Mitz, Nita Goforth, Brother and Sister Proctor, David Bell, R.C. Clark, Tobias Gonzalez, Brad Griffin, and we have many of our needs for our leaders uh, economically, socially, in our churches, everywhere, praying for those as well. Um, who has ever had somebody stand up for you? Maybe your parents were accusing you of doing something or not doing something and, and your siblings came in and they they saved the day they say, oh no 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 I, I saw no I no I know that they didn't do it and they stood up for you. It's a good feeling. Because oftentimes when we are caught in a situation or if we are caught in an accusation or we are caught in a tribulation, oftentimes our word doesn't do much because we're so close, but whenever a voice of another steps in there's an authority that takes place. There's a comfort in us that we have this authority that comes forward that begins to speak for us and in our situation. And we have a God that scripture says goes before us and fights our battles for us, that steps in whenever we're battling, when we're struggling, when accusations come, when tribulations come our way and we feel like we're surrounded and we're hurting and we don't know what to do. God steps in and speaks on our behalf and says, no, this is my child. No, this is somebody I am going to heal. No, this is somebody I am going to move in. And so what we do is we have an opportunity right now to get into the presence of a God that is stepping into our situation, whatever you walked in here with it's sickness, if it's financial, if it's emotional, whatever it is, God is ready to step in on your behalf this morning. And so if you have a need to have faith to step forward, ministers will anoint you with oil, will pray with you and over you. But God is speaking a word this morning into every need, every life, every situation. So Father, thank you for every miracle that I've read in the Bible. Thank you for every healing that I've heard about, that I've seen, and that I've experienced. Because God, I know that you're able to do exceeding abundantly above all that I can ask or think. So I know that you can do even greater than what I've seen, greater than what I've heard, and greater than what I've experienced. Move in every life, move in every need, every body, every mind, every spirit. Jesus' name, but you 
real quick we got the february events not many but we got on the 22nd we have the ladies united fellowship the sign up is in the foyer i believe sister kylie will be speaking at that um, and then on the 28th we have the mission pledge is due um, if the ushers would come lord i thank you for today god i thank you god for
today with that kind of realization just to get started with. And so today it's a genuine thrill to walk together. We have been privileged the last good while to have a family in our church named Shoemaker. And I'd like for them to come up here right now if they've got that little wonder world 
woman, little girl with them. And I would like for them to feel free to say a word or two before we have prayer, but this will be their last service with us before they make their move back over toward the big city. He has a lot of multiplicity in his life as well as her, and uh, it's been enjoyable. Some of you may not think that as a banker that he's a cattleman. You would not think necessarily of him being over at the Speedway helping with varied involvements over at the Speedway in past Dallas. There's several things we could talk about here today, but today we want to pray the anointing of the United Pentecostal Church of Paris. Follow them. And I'd like for three or four of you men to come up here with us and pray with him and a few of you ladies come pray with her. And if you've seen that little doll running around here, she is special herself. So, Brother Shumake, why don't you just say a word, whatever. Thank you, Pastor. I uh, definitely appreciate you guys over the past couple of years allowing us to, to come in and, and be a part of this church. And like Pastor said, I, I try to stay involved in a lot of different avenues. And, you know, as you try to move up in the, in the corporate world, uh, sometimes it, you know, causes you to move on. And so I uh, appreciate all you've done in your family and appreciate, again, the church family for uh, the long-lasting relationships that we'll have uh, forever. So I definitely appreciate it. of every single one of y'all how the hospitality just the friendships and the care and the, the love that y'all have shown I'm just so thankful that I've got to be with everybody and and it's not the end it's not that far away so please don't lose contact with us um, we definitely want with y'all and so I'm so thankful that the leadership that y'all have uh, shown to, to us and the friendships that we've developed and the love that y'all have shown to Sophie oh she just loves y'all so much and it breaks my heart that she's leaving y'all too and I know she's going to miss y'all she talks about so many of y'all all the time and um, we're just so thankful that we've got the privilege to, to be with you guys and uh, Maybe a few of you men and ladies would like to come up and share your heart with them in prayer. And let's pray that the angels of God that they have established relationships with here will pursue them and move into that dominion and dimension. Father, we bring the blood of Jesus. We bring the reserve of your wisdom and your knowledge. We believe that the faith that was once delivered to the saints is going to help them manage a new future and give us the strength that they leave behind as they go. By the power of the blood, by the authority of the name of Jesus, by the glory of the resurrection, we bring our hearts together 
for a future for them and a future for the United Pentecostal Church of Paris. Hallelujah. 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 city, with each other, and with the possibles of having made relationships that the strengths of each of us help to strengthen each other. And so the body of Christ is a very delicate but very powerful thing so you're not just a member of a local church we are a member and we realize that as certain parts of our body do go to other places and things but we rejoice in the many assets that occur between us it is my personal Concept that in the holy city, one of the greatest things that will be happening is that we will be able to see everything that is good and nothing that is negative. The only negative will be that see that the enemy tried to dissuade or discourage or overpower us, and we will see the angels how they work to deliver us it is amazing your memory just on your phone in your cameras and etc many of you have ever looked back at a picture and saw something in that picture that you didn't even remember was there till you looked at the picture again it's amazing so the day of the Lord or the day of reckoning where judgment is concerned, anything that's not under the blood, anybody involved will sense and see why they are penalized. Those that live under the blood and with the spirit of power and soundness of mind will see how elevated we really have been and how much we will move into the rest of that dimension. I'd like for us to move today into some areas that I believe that God is really hungry to help us to help others. And so I, I hope that what he has put in my heart for today will be meaningful. I, uh, I actually wrote it down or typed it up and y'all can go yo you've already got that up there that's good but there it was a song that was sung 
and maybe still is. Where am I going to live when I get home? My old lady's thrown out everything I own. She meant what she said when she wished I was dead. So where am I going to live when I get home? I knew our road was getting kind of rocky. She said I was getting way too cocky. She waited till I was gone, and she packed from dusk till dawn. So where am I going to live when I get home? Where am I going to live when I get home? My old lady threw out everything I own. She decided she would keep my cat. My transportation, I wouldn't be needing that. She kept my TV, but the bill she gave to me. Where am I going to live when I get home? She meant what she said when she wished I was dead. That I couldn't bother her anymore. But how many of you know you can't get rid of the past that easy? There's just certain things that wind up on your porch. The beauty of the blood, it covers everything. The beauty of the name conquers everything. It's not just an apostolic Pentecostal thing that we baptize in the name of Jesus or that in the time of trouble we call on the name of Jesus. When we need wisdom, we look into the word of Jesus. And uh, so it's a big deal to have Jesus Christ. And we should ask ourselves, where am I going to live? when I get home because home starts here in the heart the mind we culture ourselves into this ascending growing in grace and in knowledge studying to show ourselves approved of God where am I going to live when I get home I'm going to live where my thoughts lived, where my spirit was generated. Where am I going to live when I get home? The destiny of the blood of Jesus. That's why we baptize in the name of Jesus Christ. There is all power in heaven and in earth when you call on the name of Jesus Christ. You may not see it all right now, and you may not feel it all right now, but recorded now is our faith that's reaching out. God, give me more bread. Give me a greater dynamic of anointing so I can perpetuate your anointing in my home, my life, and those that walk with me. When he talks about not associating with sinners or companying is the word of the Lord on it. Company not with fornicators. Company not with adulterers. Company not 
And years ago, back when I was in the early ministry, I thought, my God, I can't afford, I got to find out about these people before I associate with them. The word company is more direct than just being around them. Jesus lived with sinners. Jesus ate with sinners. Jesus blessed sinners. Jesus broke bread for sinners. So he is the epitome of victory overcoming sinfulness. And that's why we pray every day and stir up the gift that is within us, the Holy Ghost. It starts making rhythmic sense that if you're born again of the water and the spirit, you literally start coming into alignment with him just as your pistons in your engine of your car align themselves with the rod bearing and the, uh, uh, the pistons and, and then the spark plug that ignites that compressed energy that when the piston rises and that, that explosion takes place, driving that piston down and then your crankshaft reaches back to your wheels and, and to the, or the third member and then to the wheels and then to New York. You say, what's all that about? The same parameters take place in the spirit world. The building of a house is all there in the same setting. You've got to make sure you don't get on the property line. They come get part of your house. They have a right if you build your house on a property line and it moves over onto the neighbors, they have a right to come wreck that part of your house. That's what sin does. That's what the devil does. I don't want to be part of what his world is. I don't want to lose part of my mind to carnality. Give me a ministry or a preacher that will preach Holy Ghost and fire, a ministry that will amplify the Word of God so that the path of God lives within the parameters of delivering spirits and anchoring wisdoms. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus is in this house today. This don't belong to people. This atmosphere belongs to the cross and to an empty grave and a heaven right now. And we are tolerated because his mercy endureth to every generation. And that's why we shout and praise him. We don't do it because we're Pentecostal. We shout and dance because he said, praise my name with a shout, with a dance, with a, Lord, with a loud voice. We cry out to God according to his will because his will is going to affect our world. So let's move into this as quickly as possible and yet as bringing into our mind the best possible wisdoms that will anchor us in this day of horrifying events. Our news media is casting part of it. 
But the half has not been told of what some mothers, some children, some daddies, and some grandparents are going through because hell has gotten too much of a hold on heaven's commodity. Could we pray right now once again for every preacher in this city and for every person that lives in this area? Father, we plead the blood of Jesus. Let the wisdoms of your word and the fragrance of your spirit literally canopy our thoughts, our minds, our hearts. And as we study together the word of God today, I pray that as we walk out of here, the bread of life energizes our vision so we can see well how to move through a world that is in such carnage. In Jesus' name, amen. So, James, the fourth chapter, and, and you know, James is the book of wisdom. It's, a, it's one of the greatest books in the Bible. It's only a few chapters but it's noted with all the scholars to be one of the greatest books on wisdom. So he says, humble yourselves. Nobody can do it for you. In the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. Speak not evil one of another, brethren. He that speaketh evil of his brother and judgeth his brother Speak evil of Jesus. Inasmuch, there's another scripture, and I'm going to quote part of it for you. Inasmuch as you've done it to the least of these, you've done it unto me. So when you speak evil of a neighbor or a brother or a sister, and you don't go to them in the spirit of meekness and fear and try to help them get through it, you become partner with that dilemma. It's a whole big deal. It's not just like, oh, well, I, should, I know I shouldn't be telling you this, but let me tell you something. Oh, so-and-so, boy, they're pitiful. If you've got anything to say about anybody that's negative, go to them in the spirit of meekness and fear. Tell them, I am coming to you as a brother or sister. And my pastor told me that Jesus wanted me to shoulder whatever you're going through and to walk with you whatever darkness you have experienced and I am going to help you light up your world. There won't be a greater thrill in your life than to see God use you as a redeemer. There is one lawgiver who is able to save and to destroy. He never hides that. That's never been put over in the shadows that he that sinneth shall die in their sins and live with them forever. So there is one lawgiver who is able to save and to destroy. Who art thou that judgest another? Go to now, you that say, today or tomorrow I'll go into such a city or to one of the people that I'm thinking about. Continue there a year and buy and sell and get gain. In other words, I'll take advantage of every opportunity I can. But uh, if that's the way they want to live, that's their business. 
But Jesus didn't look at it that way. He, he looked at me and he said, uh, you live in a life that's shallow. And I want to deepen your relationship with life. You live in a life that uh, is going to lead you to more torment. And uh, I'd like to share that weakness so that you can share my strength. What, what a joy it is to have that kind of master and a life giver. Paul said it this way, and I just put that up there because later uh, we, we, we may get into some of that, but I can do all things through Christ. I refuse to lie to myself. When I can't negotiate somebody hurting my feelings, I don't have to live with hurt feelings. It is easy to want to do that because there is a sense that comes from this flesh that says that someday I'll get back with Adam. I'll, uh, I'll let I'll just watch and see how God handles it. Oh, thank God he forgave me before I even ask. Forgiveness was already planted and placed. A river of bloodline and source that cleanses us from all sin and iniquity. We, in this generation just because people are doing the gossip thing and just because they're backbiting doesn't mean that they're getting by. It's being written. Everything is being written. And uh, unfortunately, what often happens is uh, when people are feeling so bad they don't think they can hardly live another day, they don't realize the crushing blow of a history that they've stacked up against themselves because sin separates from God and God is peace and God is joy and God is power and God is love and God is meekness and God is wisdom. All of the above. That's why that we make up our mind, I will sacrifice my life for his life. I will gladly be baptized in the name of Jesus by faith it just getting wet because somebody calls the name of Jesus doesn't mean it's going to sink into your soul or your head or your heart. We are baptized in the name of Jesus as an obedience. Obedience, the Bible said, is better than sacrifice. To follow Jesus is better than having a pocket full of money. Now, please, let's keep the money flowing. But if you have to take a chance on one or the other, look into Jesus, the author and the finisher. So we cleanse ourselves every morning in prayer and we cleanse ourselves every evening in prayer so that we don't take all agendas with us to try to sleep on top of them. And then we don't try to wait, work through the world with all kind of weights and things hanging on to us. Uh, we're able to do our job. We're able to live in peace. We're able to live in sense of satisfaction 
what legal right do I have to expect God's provision and promise in my world? Followers of peace and holiness. It's settled at the cross. It is where the covenants of God and the promises of God and the law of the Spirit collided. Judgment came at Calvary. It was Jesus Christ conquering. And putting in position the law of the Spirit. There could be no people getting the Holy Ghost. There could be no people that would walk uprightly and eschewing evil with joy and peace and righteousness. Unless there was a legality concerning the Spirit. He did the legal thing in the Old Testament. He didn't do away with the legal. He put it in a perspective that you didn't have to do that legal thing on a physical level. It started in a spiritual level. Thus, Acts, the first chapter and the eighth verse, you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come. It's not about just getting the Holy Ghost. It's about realizing I just received God as the leader, the power giver, the healer, the glory giver, and the future. I just received. When you speak in a heavenly language and you're born again of the water and the spirit, it's a whole lot more than joining a group of people. It is joining with the Messianic promises. That is enormous. And it's all settled in heaven. The courtroom has already figured it all out. It's already there. And all those records of daily activity can be erased if you confess that you did wrong or you confess that you treated somebody wrong. He said he is faithful and just to forgive us or eradicate or get rid of as long as we confess it. That is huge. So follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see who? That's big. Sin and sinfulness. Sinners. Ah, they're a sinner. You were. I was. I'm so glad that somebody kept preaching. I'm so glad that mother kept telling me You can't afford to do that. You can't afford to live that way. Dad, the same. He said, he that chasteneth uh, chasteneth not 
is a bastard if a person is not chastened or spanked or brought into accountability. They are worse than an illegitimate. You say, Pastor, that stuff is top. Did I tell you before that we're going to live in eternity with where we originate? It's not about just showing up at a building and, and, and just putting tithing in and just putting offering in and just befriending one or two. No, no, no. Love your neighbor as yourself is the key that unlocks the door to that big palace, palatial government that I tried to show us in a small sense of the word. The government is totally wrapped up in Jesus what is sin? Is there a remedy? How do we keep from sinning? All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. I wish I could say that as a pastor and a preacher for many years, that every day was really holy. That every day I, I didn't let any any kind of weird thing get in my heart, my mind. No, I can't count the days I've had to get quickly to the cross. And I can't count the times that the Spirit said to wake up, man. Get, get rid of that stuff before it multiplies. Get, get, get over that situation before it swallows you. Get, 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 get past it. Forgive them. Get them out. <coughs> That's what God did for us. He forgave us. Got rid of our sins. And then he said, uh, I'll send teachers and preachers and evangelists and ministries and the nine gifts of the Spirit. And uh, I'll give them the nine fruit of the Spirit. And uh, they will be more than conquerors. They will advance. It's one thing to conquer self, but it's another to help conquer territory. The mission of the church is to conquer territory. That's what God did. Heaven was all full of glory. Heaven was full. The universe was full of angels. The universe was full of wisdom. The universe was full of power. The universe could literally grow an oak tree within a certain amount of time and then turn out a lot of little acorns and etc. There's a lot of wisdom going on out there. But the greatest wisdom is he's got his angels watching every one of you this afternoon. And he's got them ready, poised to take care of that broken heart, mother. Poised to give you wisdom how to help overcome that situation. There's not anything, he said, that can conquer me. Death, hell, and the grave didn't do it, and he gave us that picture. 
If death, hell, and the grave can't do it, ladies and gentlemen, Christ in you, the hope of glory means a whole lot more than joining a local group of people. It means Christ in you, the hope that you will never fall, that you will never become a part of a world that is headed for decadence and a ball of fire, and that you need a preacher somewhere. And I ask you again, pray for this preacher. I am not willing that any should perish. There's something and burning inside my soul this Sunday morning that says we're going to walk out of this church house and we are going to go to the wicked. We are going to go to the weak. We are going to go to the pitiful. We are going to go to the powerless and we're going to brother up with them just like he did to us and we are going to fraternize Alabahanda. There's a glory cloud hanging over this place right now. Could we just worship the Lord? Oh Lamb of God that taketh the way the sin of the world I praise your name today you do understand that we got bags of groceries going out of here this morning don't try to eat them all in one day store them up in your pantry so that the day that you need a help you go to the prayer chamber and the spirit will go back into whatever you have received. And in that, he will take out a volume of some preacher at camp meeting, some preacher at somewhere and or some prayer meeting that you created a victory over and he'll help you to reach back into way back that memory. And thus you see the scripture says, remember. That's a big deal. But when your memory can only go back and log a bunch of failures and feelings that try to conquer your tomorrows, that's when you put yourself back on the altar. And you put yourself on that altar and you say God cleanse me from all filth of the flesh and the lust of the spirit and I will be able to rise into the supremacy of the bread that I stored up and I can tell you that as a backslider and a person that walked away from my first encounters with God and I pluralized it on purpose because I prayed through several times I, need, I needed to I had no idea what the volume of those restore, restoration moments were come short of the glory almost is not good enough for me to feel the spirit is not good enough for me to be around people that are great is not good enough for me. I want to be great. I want to be led by the Spirit. I want to be empowered by the Spirit. I want the Spirit to be able to locate a, bit, a scripture in there that's the bread of life that will help me sustain, sustain myself in the day of the Antichrist. We've only tasted a little bit of the Antichrist. With the Spirit of the Antichrist doth already work, the Bible says. So we're, 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 we're feeding on a little bit of that right now in churches that 
resent part of the truths of God. You don't want to be involved in a people that resent part of the word of God. Whenever they resent part of the word of God, they are resenting him. Because you can't cut him up in pieces and have his power. So sinners, it may be true that we were, but no one has to stay there. Jesus died. Have you ever sinned? Yeah. Look at those people out there. No, stand up and look at them. All six foot what? Six foot. Yeah, that lying license. Does anybody but my wife and I remember when he was just from about where my feet are to about this tall? He kept overcoming sin. He kept overcoming until he finally got him a wife that is phenomenal. Let me tell you, doubt and fear are sinful leaders. But you kept the faith. And the rest of the family, some kind of happy. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not a playhouse. It is still the house of God. Men and women from years gone by, their spirit still lingers in this place. Anybody know of a lady named Bonnie Newberry? I can't ever get her out of my mind, my heart. I don't want to. She faced off with things. She looked them dead in the eye and she hit her knees on the prayer chamber. And the will of God and the word of God and the powers of God became a wonderful asset. I could enumerate several. I just drugged that one up because it came out first. Sins are remitted. Anybody here like me that had a multiple supply of sins in their life? Don't raise your hand. I don't want anybody else to know. It's all right. I had a bunch of them. But he pluralized it. Your sins are remitted. I don't care. Though your sins be as scarlet, he pluralizes it. Sins be as visual to so many people and I still have people come up to me and say man I still can't get over the fact that you're preaching now that's from years gone by that's when we went to youth camp and we kicked the guys up above us off of their cot we were mean and some of them won't forgive I'm trying to 
help you understand. It doesn't make any difference what your backlog of your history is. The blood of Jesus can cleanse. The blood of Jesus can elevate. I don't care how much is hidden in a closet somewhere that people can drag out. I'm here to tell you your sins are under the blood and your name is written in the Lamb's book of life and you've got a reason to shout and dance on the head of every lying spirit, on the head of every weak moment and spirit. Where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. That's not just a cute statement. The grace of God that hath appeared unto all men teaching us, and it's on here, but but I'm getting a little ahead of myself and I'm a little nervous about the clock. Could I see some of you looking to see what time it is? Your steak is still going to be good. And your soup it too. Though your sins be so obvious, scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Is there anybody here that wants to thank God with a loud voice of thanks for setting you free from all of your history? Your history can't get past the blood. Your history can't get into heaven. Your history will never, 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 never. That's why we stay currently clean, because we're sin abounded. Temptation has a poor opportunity when we know how to live in peace. The only way to live in peace is forgive before you're asked. There are so many people that are lugging so many things around thinking that uh, that's going to get rid of it. It just don't. Forgive before you're asked, he said. So let's go back to the scripture. God, for your sake, forgave you at Calvary. He's going to be so sad if you don't take advantage of the fact that he's already got it figured out. That your sins can't get past him. So we used to sing an old song. Take the name of Jesus with you. Walking in the spirit is the glory of Jesus Christ. I got some pictures of some wonderful people. Some of you may not recognize that green and white stripe that Brother Chad Fleming used to wear. Had to get these off of the line. His wonderful wife. Does anybody recognize that little boy? It's a family. They mean a lot to me. I appreciate them. As many as are led by the Spirit, they are the sons and daughters of God. Sin, what does it mean? Live life according to the flesh. To violate the will of God for my life. I wish you'd tell yourself, whisper it, I'm in charge of my life. 
Nobody can wreck me. Nobody can stop me from going to heaven. Nobody. I'm not going to let anybody that hates me or hurts me get in my mind to the point that I lug them around everywhere. No, not going to do it. Unable to live righteous. Sin is what that is. Life according to the flesh. Violate the will of God, hoping that somehow that God don't really mean what he says. That uh, love not the world, neither the things in the world. For if any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. But, uh, you're living in a generation that that don't really mean too much to people. You mean a lot to me. You mean a lot more than a nice place to live. You mean a lot more to me than just children that have been born and grandchildren that have been born into uh, our custody. I am uh, not going to just a salary out of somebody that will let me preach. I am promising you I am going to preach Jesus. I'm going to preach the path that he walked. I am going to preach the wisdom he elevated. I am going to preach Jesus, the healer. He is your healer. Does anybody feel a Holy Ghost spirit in this house that you would like to praise him right now? From the bottom of your heart, if you've got it, why don't you just praise him that you made it this far by faith? I refuse just to live according to the dictations of flesh flesh the Bible makes it clear in this flesh dwelleth no good thing except a man crucify the flesh he cannot be my disciple those are elevated truths scriptures they're just as actual as Acts 2.38 forgive before you're asked don't keep waiting Hebrews 12 9-16 now, no chastening. And so now you have preachers that, if they're not careful, they will just tell everybody it's all okay. He covered it on the blood at the cross. He covered it, but you've got to confess it. You want to get rid of it? The headaches, the horrible torment? The feelings of somebody that's done you wrong song. Forgive them. Get it out. Don't live with it. it, it it'll be like an anchor on your foot. Just can't get over it. I can't. I'm, I'm all limp. I can't worship because they did that to me. 
No chastening for the present seemeth to be joyous, but grievous. <clears throat> he goes from joy to grief in one little short statement. Nevertheless, afterward it yieldeth the what? Peaceable fruit. The nine spiritual fruits. You want to check up every now and then make sure you got them going. You don't want to let that get off in the counter somewhere hidden. Those fruit of the Spirit, that's a big deal because your friends that you want to get in the kingdom, they can taste the difference. Joy, peace, righteousness. It's big. Wherefore, Brother Holly used to say every time he'd see that word, wherefore, he'd say, find out what it's there for. Lift up the hands which hang down. That's not anything but a law of the Spirit. Lift them up when you don't feel like it. Get them up when you don't feel like it. My dad would spank me and then he'd say, come hug me. never forget that time in De Quincey where uh, Roger and I set a field on fire between two of our church members. Oh, friend, when we saw Dad coming, we both hid under the bed. You know what he did for us that day? He sent us to go get the switches. We went and got twigs. It didn't work. We went back and got the kind he wanted. And friend, I will never forget that involvement. Lift up the hands which hang down. Worship God when you don't feel like it. When you don't feel good about life and things are going wrong. Lift up those feeble hands. God recognizes giving yourself to him in the time of trouble. Well, those are big. Lest that which is lame be turned out of the way, but let it rather be healed. Follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see God. Holiness is just exhibiting him through you. Disciplines are absolutely a part of our life. You just don't go out on a 30-degree day with limited clothing. And you don't try to dress like the world when you're trying to exalt the Lord Jesus with your clothing. And so the male and the female dress accordingly and not try to attract to other ambiguities looking diligently lest any man fail of the grace of God again I, I, I can't get it through to us enough grace is simply a teaching of the word a teaching of the spirit and thereby many be defiled by the root of bitterness whenever you start feeling anything against a brother get to the cross because he forgave you 
And if you don't forgive them, your forgiveness is no longer valid. Depending upon our desire for his glory, how we will hate sin, what we will do with sin, how we will protect ourselves from sin. Sin is simply separation from God. And I want to teach and preach in a way that every one of us set no thing before our eye that would cause us to be more honorable or appreciative or excited about those things than the thing that counts the most. The blood of Jesus, the Holy Ghost, the power of Jesus, and the Word, the unlimited powers of the Almighty God. What would we pay in time or effort for the promotion of his glory. We used to sing a song. To be like Jesus on earth. I long to be like him. That song has not lost its depth. People may have sung it till they got so tired of trying. And decided they wouldn't ever try again. But that song is true. Be ye Christ. The result of being Christ is out of your innermost being shall flow rivers, not a drip or two every service, every now and then a little unction or a little, uh, a little vitality. No, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Shall flow rivers of living water, spiritual energy that will cause you to rise up in the valley and will cause you to be powerful on the mountain and will cause you to be glorious in your life in front of a people that looks at, I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they go through it. I don't know what's going on. That's the difference in knowing and not knowing. In Jesus Christ, we are power filled how his thoughts become our thoughts and y'all might come on up here and get a song or a little music somebody say alignment any of you men that's ever dealt with spark plugs and timing in your car and uh uh, you understand the law of alignment. And when a man's ways please the Lord, he's using that terminology because when he is pleased is when you are in sync or in timing with him. So that's why Ecclesiastes has a whole chapter on there is a time for this and a time for that and a time to be born and a time to die and a time over and over again. He uses that terminology of time. Timing is critical. So he said in the day of trouble, call on me. Don't wait till you've tried to get over a sinful thing on your own. Take advantage of my blood. Take advantage of my mercy. Call on me in the day of trouble and confess. Maybe you didn't do it right. 
Maybe you had gone for two or three weeks without really getting a victory in your spirit. Maybe you really did. Maybe that did happen. I'm here to tell you, he is faithful and just to forgive us all of the above. He is faithful and just. But he said, you just got to make, you got to get the law of alignment going. And when your mind lines up with his mind, nothing shall destroy you. When you get the right gasoline in your car and you get the right points in your car and you get the right spark plug wires in your car and they're hooked up to the right plugs in your car, you're not going to get the... Oop. That's what they call the motors missing. Jerking. And when you got a knee-jerk thing going on with God, you got to get in the law of alignment. And when you love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, and strength, and you love your neighbor as yourself, you get in harmony with the one who created the heaven and the earth and all that is therein. And when you get in alignment with the one who is a God Almighty, none beside him. I'm not talking about the gods of this world. I'm talking about the God Almighty, the one who went to Calvary and said, I'll go through death, hell, and the grave, and I'm coming out, and then I'm going to call you. Follow me. And that's why Paul said, follow me only as I follow Christ. So how one we will be with him demands on our thought patterns that's why I said study to show yourself approved because when you get in the law of alignment with his word his promises produce a spirit and the spirit produces power and the power takes you into perfect symmetry or unity with the Almighty God. The United Pentecostal Church of Paris has set itself this coming year to produce the law of the Spirit. No, the courtroom is going to be the heart. The king is going to be God Almighty, the Word. And in that process, government is going to happen that will get people out of a prison, that will people get them out of mental confinement. I just can't seem to get it. I just can't seem to get there. I just can't seem to overcome it. I just get out of prison today. Don't go another week without getting out. Go into the bloodline. Get into the name. Get into the Holy Ghost. All power in heaven and in earth are in the name of Jesus Christ. Rebuke every devourer. Rebuke every spirit that's robbing you of any kind of sensation of joy unspeakable and full of glory. It's the tempter that wants to tempt you. Just go through the motion. Just count yourself already. I'm not here for that. I am here to preach Jesus. And when Jesus starts clapping his hands, the devils are going to flee and the demons are going to be overcome and you're going to have joy unspeakable and full of glory and you can dance anytime you want to and God will believe that you love him supreme. Could we stand?
This altar's open for anybody that'd like to pray for their children, a neighbor, maybe a city, maybe a county. I wouldn't squeeze God out just because I've got some things I'd like to do. I encourage you to take at least three to five minutes in his house to talk to him about what you have just heard. Talk to him about it. Don't rush out yonder somewhere and try to fraternize with a all the kind of stuff that's going on outside. We used to do this all the time, and I think it's time for us to get back to praying over a message after we hear it. There is something in the spiritual digestive system, and certainly you can pray where you are, but I encourage you to at least spend two or three minutes talking to Jesus about one or two of the things that have been mentioned in this house today. If there's anybody here that's not been baptized in the name of Jesus, I wouldn't go another day without it. We've got everything ready.
And I want you to pray for our city, that the spirit of this assembly and your life will reach into the core of this city. I am believing God for his promise. In the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. I want us to be centered in that alignment so that he can do that in the United Pentecostal Church and in your family and in your homes. Right now, would you pray it as they sing it a little further? Father, we bring the power of your word. We bring the power and the authority of your name. We bring the covenants of the bloodline. We bring the truths of this entire Bible to front and center. We will walk that path to the best of our ability. Six or eight of you men would come Trash pray for your pastor. To Six or eight of you men to come pray for your pastor. It's time to 